Nice. What's up? What's, What's up, up? Dude, internet bugged out, and I was freaking look like Mike McDaniel's fixing IT right here. <laughs> he saw he left his AirPods in while he's doing everything the whole day. Who? Mike McDaniel. No, I didn't. I do but, that all the time, though, dude. I go out in public with him in, and I don't even know it. And I look like well, a jerk off. I mean, he's taking pictures. <laughs> he's taking. <laughs> oh my god, dude! He was taking pictures with the dolphins doing it too, like for their main account. It's like they get off the plane, he's wearing AirPods. I'm like, come on, dude, take them off. That... Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Osmo.com. It is the NFL Strategy Show. First look presented by Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports. We uh, dabbled a little bit last week, but now we're in it. I mean, we're here. We're five days away from the Super Bowl where the uh, the Rams are about to blow the doors off the poor, unwitting, unsuspecting Bengals who have made a, you know, it's a valiant effort and, a, and an impressive season. But this is where it ends, fellas. I'm not a Rams fan either. I just think that's what's going to happen. Anyway, I am Dave Lockhart at Lafayette underscore D on Twitter, L-O-U-G-H-Y underscore D. For those of you listening in podcast form today, joined by Jordan Vanek, getting in just under the gun here. Some internet problems at Jordan Vanek DFS, but he's here, he's with us, and he wouldn't want to miss this because this is the last first look show we're doing all year. What's up, bro? It's going good. I mean, we did this a little bit last week. We got a little off the rails. We found out Ben's true feelings about a lot of things. But uh, this time I got, you know, I have a showdown article that I'm writing for it. So I actually finished it. So I, I have a different opinion than I did the first time we did this. That show was a hit. That was a good one. Yeah, I mean, that video. I posted that video on Twitter, too. Uh, pe- people seem to enjoy that. We're talking about Ben Ross at Jazz Raz DFS. You know him. Jack of all trades, master of many. What's good, brother? What's up, man? Yeah, people know. People know the truth people about know. space now. So I'm, I'm happy to have that <laughs> out there. And I'm happy to dive into this. So, you know, I, I like the way we did this. We kind of formulated our, our first very initial thoughts. Now we're doing a first look in the sense of really formulating, at least for me, kind of how I'm going to go about constructing these teams, breaking down this game and, and getting things uh, permanently set up for Sunday. I'll always show Justine, uh, my wife, certain clips that I think are hilarious. It's, it's rare, but like the Adam one where he was just hammered, uh, she got a kick out of that. And then I, I, if someone has a meltdown or like loses their mind, always got me like, babe, come here, you guys, you got to see this. Grab me, grab me my jack, pour a glass of wine, let's have some fun. Uh, but I showed her yours and she was dying, man. She's like, well, he does have a point. That's right. Uh, I don't think anyone really disagreed with you. I, I don't think I saw one disagreement. Usually there's always the one asshole that has to pop his head in the comments, you know? No, they know. The it, only it, the only comment there was was when Jordan quote tweeted it. Some guy was like, I don't know why this Dave guy has a job. He's a total douchebag and idiot and everything he says is dumb. So, I mean, I took the brunt of it and I don't think I said more than two words in that. Video. Aggressive. That was just like way out of context. Oh, that, I, I've seen like, that guy before. He just hates me, but that's all right. You win some, you lose some. Doesn't matter to me, man. Is my mic doing this again? All right. I guess it is. Anyway, let me, while I fix this, let me throw this to you for a second, Ben. 
Has anything really changed? Any developments? Anything we've seen? Any new props? Uh, we do have some new props since last week, but uh, anything different from last week to this one? We get, we have plenty of strategy that we didn't get into still, but you know, just a little preliminary question here. So nothing has changed. Uh, I am firmly in the camp with you that the the Rams are the uh, the side that I want to back. Kind of thought that initially, and that that hasn't changed. It's not going to change, uh, barring something unforeseen. In terms of props, you know, I'm starting to dig into some of the obscure props that we really only have in the Super Bowl, like certain players to record a sack, total sacks, things like that. Because, again, I think one of the keys is, is the Rams defensive line against the Bengals front. Normally, you can't really actionably do anything with that. But in a game like this, you have every opportunity to bet things that specific. Hey, thanks, Will McNeil. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, that was a classic. The one of me saying the F word. That's become like a like an awesome. Yeah, it's like a meme. Yeah, it's a meme now. And I still am not sure what it's from. Everyone wants to tell me what it's from. But I everyone was like, oh, I think it was when we had late breaking news. I don't think it was. I, I thought we dropped the stream. And then I wasn't told that the stream was back on as I was saying that. Like we dropped. I thought we dropped a really big like. Uh, flagship type stream in the middle of it do you know what it was ben I, I all i know was it it was i can confidently say it's nba related because i wasn't there okay so it wasn't yeah. the sunday show i had the new studio and everything too like i had the new setup so i really don't know but yeah it's become fun i thought yeah el negro loco i thought it was a stream drop as well because that's really the only time i get pissed maybe it was yeah i mean my memory is shot so for some reason, I remember Tyler just being like, oh, God, what do I do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, not sure. Better, right. All right. Happy to have you guys with us. Is my mic better? Yeah. All right. I can get a new mixer. Just lazy. But yeah, thanks for being with us, guys. This uh, should be fun. We're, we're five days away. Super Bowl. The, the only thing that sucks, Jordan, is like, you know, it's the end. Everyone gets excited for the Super Bowl. I almost get a little depressed with the Super Bowl because it, it, it's it signals the end of everything, you know? Oh, yeah. No, the, the Super Bowl usually like it's one of those games where it gets so hyped up. It's two weeks of waiting, anticipation. To be honest with you, there hasn't been many Super Bowls that have really lived up to like that type of hype. I think the Eagles Patriots was the Great last game. Super Bowl where I was like, wow, this was a phenomenal game like that Chiefs Bucks game. It was cool to see Mahomes make all those throws, but it, when it's hitting guys in the helmet, people are dropping passes, and Tom Brady's just dominating. It's like, ah, we could we could do somewhere else. I think this one will be a good one, but I think it's going to be a lot slower than like people are anticipating. I think that over under at forty eight, I would be hitting the under. I, I don't remember that. I remember the Eagles game, but there's pieces of it that I don't remember, oh, and it's dude. not because I, I blacked out out of sheer joy either. It was um, like my first time really doing showdown because i think it was that's when they started to actually come up with those contests and make them more popular and i 100 percent Corey clement because i loved your rpo and i thought like on swing passes he would get a lot of work but i didn't put nick Foles to the captain spot so that was the difference between me making like probably 200 2000 xing or whatever to oh now i'm profiting like 150 bucks i mean nick Foles <laughs> caught a touchdown in that game too yeah, no, he killed. Oh, yeah, me that was <laughs> that was 
that was during the time when they had a, a brief moment where you could play individual defensive players. Yes, that yes. was yes. Yes. yes, because you and I were hanging out in um, <laughs> you and I were in uh, in, in California together. Right? Yeah, I'm still sick from that. You wonder why you don't remember the game because we both got deathly ill on the flight home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still sick from that like five well, years later. I'm telling you, man, you go to a warm climate like that and then you come back to this hellacious five degree temperature or whatever. It was really cold when we came back home, yes. really cold. But I remember I was, I, it was Eagles Vikings and yep. then you had a sweat. You took down 50K at the same time. That's right? true. Yeah, that was for the... That was for the two-gamer when Gronk got a concussion against the Jaguars. The Eagles crushed the Vikings. Yeah, um, but we had the showdowns because there was the individual. They got rid of yeah, that real quick. Real quick. I remember I remember that was like a brief moment in, in, in time there. And I know for me with the Super Bowl, and then we can get into it, I'm just glad not to have – like I haven't bet a Super Bowl really heavily because I, I refuse to bet – I hate Brady so much I can't bet those games. So I, I feel like I haven't bet a Super Bowl in like a decade – Cause he's always in it. So this is my first opportunity to really break down a game where I have no hatred. I like both these teams a lot, quality teams, good teams. Uh, so that's exciting for me on a personal level. Do you think there's any real edge to betting sides in a Super Bowl, Ben? I mean, I think there can be, I think the biggest thing with the Super Bowl that I always find somewhat, I don't even want to say ironic is like, it's like, Oh, it's the biggest game. I got to make my biggest bets. And it's like, realistically, exactly. the, you know, the worst game to bet. Like the UMass Lowell <laughs> basketball game had probably had more value that no one even knows about from last night. Like, right. Which I did bet, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, it's like you don't want to force it. It's a big game. It's great to have action. There's a million props, but to say that that the Super Bowl was where the biggest edges is, is wildly inaccurate. If anything, it's one of the sharper lines out there. Yeah, it's just fun. Like you yeah. need to have action, but don't don't go overboard. Uh, Jordan, you're right though. Last year's Super Bowl brutal. Uh, the year before that, Kansas City, San Francisco. Like it wasn't horrible. It was fine, I guess. At least we had some scoring. Yeah. Uh, New England Rams was horrible. Philly, New England, but then the year before that was was the the, the New England comeback game, which was insane. That was a good one, yeah. But the, the funny thing about those games is the first half was terrible, right? Unless I think a lot of people really enjoyed the first half, though, because the Patriots were getting the shit kicked out of them, right? I mean, seriously, I think a yeah. lot of people enjoyed that. But then before that, you had New England, Seattle. I'm assuming, yeah, that was the the Pete the Carroll throwing at the at the goal line game. Yeah, so we had before good, I could bet. The big, the biggest blowout was Seattle Denver. Remember how bad that, that game was, was? Yeah, that was a horrible game, forty three eight. But then before that, Baltimore thirty one, San Francisco or thirty four, San Francisco thirty one. So we had some. Most of them have been relatively competitive, but there there have been some blowouts as well. So anyway, hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet. Subscribe to the channel, and uh, if you want to join. See that down below. Get the free super chats each month, the custom emojis. You see those sweet emojis down there? Only for you and all the badges. And of course, we will uh, always prioritize your questions and comments along with our premium Discord members. So just taking a first look at this one, I guess it's like a, a second look, really, Jordan. But if you had to build with one build in mind with one storyline in mind, right? Maybe you're doing like a higher stakes single entry or you're just running a bunch of single entry contests out there. 
what type of build, what type of story, what type of narrative? No, I shouldn't say narrative. But if you're telling yourself a story of how this game goes, how are you telling it? And how do you build uh, with that in mind? So I've been like piecing this game together through just looking at coverage data, just looking at how these teams are blocking right now and different things. I think the Rams are going to control the clock. And I think the Rams are going to win in like a 21-17 type of game where both sides have difficulty moving the ball. Uh, They start settling in the red zone. I love Evan McPherson in this game as a kicker for the flex position. And then for the Rams, Cooper Cup's going to get matched up with Mike Hilton. And the last time that these two matched up, Mike Hilton on five targets to Cooper Cup, he had zero receptions. Not saying to fade Cooper Cup entirely. He's playing at a much different level, but I won't be playing Cooper Cup at the captain in any of my single entries. I'll be targeting Odell or Van Jefferson who are coming in much lower owned at the captain spot, building most likely a 4-2 with probably getting two of the uh, Bengals pass catchers, whether that's, you know, Jamar Chase or Tyler Boyd, probably targeting those two. That's where I've been leaning the most out of the story that I've been building with my lineups. What about you, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I think for my, you know, the easiest narrative for me is that the Rams control kind of to start to finish. They put pressure on Burrow. He's unable to get the ball out. And unlike the Titans, you know, Stafford doesn't throw three picks to mitigate the nine sacks that the Titans forced. I think that's the easiest build for me. The running backs for the Rams is something that even now I'm still unsettled on. Uh, Seeing Sony Michelle, he only had 16 yards, but he had 10 carries in that last game after being a complete non-factor against Tampa. So I want to see what that happens. And then there's the whole... uh, and I don't even know if we've got clarification with Henderson. Is he not going to play? Is he going to chip in? Is he going to do nothing? So that's just another small data point to make out. So obviously the Rams passing attack, I feel good about the Rams defense. I feel good about the Bengals, you know, are the Bengals. I expect them to have volume, but the running backs and acres is right now where I'm struggling the most. All right. Let's talk about it a little bit then. Um, you know, these showdown slates, you just, you have to be different, Ben. But I, I guess the biggest thing here, and Mike, you can move that sidebar to strategy here. I, I guess the big thing for me is you've got, like on, on DraftKings, almost 500,000 entries, right? Across, across all of these sites, just insanely, insanely. Yahoo, our sponsor, million-dollar prize pool. Million-dollar prize pool. Uh, $55,000 or 55,000 entries. I kind of like that though, right? You know, $20 entry, 50, not bad. And the payouts are solid. Management fees, 10%. Use that link in the description, by the way. Get a free month of Awesome O Plus. $90 value. $90 value. Everything on our site. All of our tools built by Awesome himself, Alex Baker. Not just football either, right? All of our sports. Every single tool we have. You can get the Fantasy Cruncher add-on as well. Michael, throw the link in the description or in the chat. You can use the description uh, link if you want to do that as well. They'll give you $10 when you sign up. I mean, seriously, no reason not to do it. The best payout structures you're going to find, lowest management fees. Some may call them rake. Uh, also that you're going to find million-dollar prize pool for the big game. And you got uh, $50,000 tonight for NBA and a bunch of other contests. They do a lot of zero management fee. They get a lot of winner-take-all or not a winner. Everyone wins. A lot of contests that pay out 
uh, at a third or more of the field. Just a lot of ways to to win and, and just have sustainable wins over there uh, and sustainably build your bankroll. Use the link in the description. Get that free month of Awesome Plus Platinum. I figured I'd throw that in there now since we're talking about it. But uh, Ben, that's a long way of, of asking, how do you get different in showdown without being stupid, especially when it comes to the Super Bowl, where we know that these teams are already going to have pretty condensed roles as far as like a lot of guys that might in the regular season have gotten a lot of additional work just aren't going to see it here in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, the reality is that, you know, you're you're still looking to minimize dupes as much as you can, but you can only do so much. Like the easiest way to be unique would be to pick a lineup that has no chance uh, with guys that are not active or hurt. Like no one's going to do that. You'll be unique and you have 0% chance to win. So you, you move up to the next iteration. Can I take some guys that don't see the field a lot? Well, within reason, I think that Ben Skoranek, Van Jefferson to even a more extent, because he, he certainly will have opportunities. They're just not heavy volume working into that or picking some type of really weird narrative, like a five, one Bengals stack with something odd as the run back or, or, or things like that lineup construction. We always know leaving money on the table that that's become standard in showdown that alone isn't going to be enough. Uh, but I think it's those concepts that you have to drill into unique players, unique lineup construction, and then salary remaining. Yeah. And Jordan, I guess there is an element of like, you know, being contrarian, there's a big difference between being contrarian and being stupid, but I, I think you have a little bit more wiggle room when it comes to showdown sites. Right. I mean, we've seen people win with two tight ends from the same team uh, on a single game slate, which isn't the craziest thing, but a lot of times that's not going to work. We've seen two defenses win one of them in the captain spot. We see you know, zero quarterbacks win in a game that has a high total, just, you know, running through different iterations of what has or what could happen. Crazy things do occur. I guess what I'm saying, though, is if you're not playing 150 lineups and you don't really have the luxury of doing that with all of yours, how would you go about it? It doesn't have to be specific, but is there anything you, you like to do differently normally on Showdown Slate that, that has a shot of, of making you different but also giving you a chance to win? Yeah, I mean, with these two teams, like I like our ownership tools is where I would start um, looking at some of the spots where like you're looking like T Higgins for me, just specific player here. He's coming in at 45 percent ownership, 10 percent as the cap and 35 percent as utility in a single entry. Like I'm totally comfortable fading T Higgins entirely. That helps you get a lot more unique compared to just eating T Higgins and Cooper Cup and playing it just generic or whatever the case may be. And like, and then I look down in some of the lower owned guys that we have that are projected in like the say 15% range is where I would look for the utility spot. And like the Bengals defense at 3,200. Ben alluded to it earlier. As long as Matt Stafford doesn't throw the three interceptions like Tannehill did, this game will be not like the Titans. Matt Stafford has the most turnovers in the NFL. Like I'm totally comfortable playing a lineup where I have three Rams, four Rams, while having the Bengals defense in it because Stafford can always throw the pick six, but they could still win the game. That 49ers game, he should have thrown two interceptions. He got sacked a few times. Like, there's opportunities even against something that's technically supposed to be negative relation with each other. Does he really have the most turnovers in the NFL this year? I believe if you count the playoffs, he totally oh, okay. has it. Okay. But he does – he did have it tied with Trevor Lawrence coming into the playoffs. That's shocking. I mean, yeah. he threw 
He threw more pick sixes this year than Rodgers has in his career. <laughs> I know. That's amazing, man. Well, it's incredible. Right, right now, we have the quarterback who was sacked the most and the quarterback who threw the most interceptions in the Super Bowl playing each other. Yeah, which, which <laughs> kind of is what we've been talking about a lot. We had a question from, uh, where is it? I thought it was right there, and then it just disappeared. Um, or I, no, I just can't read. Michael Durbin said, "Could Mixon see more targets with the limited time Burrow has to throw the ball?" I think so. We talked about it last yeah. week. I just did a, a video, actually, a same game parlay video on our Odd Shopper channel. Check that out, uh, especially with the with the Super Bowl coming up. Check that out. Uh, where where I'm taking that approach to build a same game parlay, and and the whole idea was, and Ben talked about it, I think, last time too, because he went Burrow over the nine and a half rushing yards. Uh, I went mixing over three and a half receptions. And if you want, you go over four and a half. If you think it gets out of control, because I do think Burrow is going to have a uh, limited time in the pocket. And this pass rush from the Rams can wreak havoc on him. Uh, Burrow over nine and a half rushing yards, because I think he's going to have to run for his life at times. And then the Rams uh, minus two and a half in the first half. But that's kind of fun though, Ben, those same game parlays because you can be as aggressive or conservative as you want. And I said it in that video. Like if you want, it's, I think it's under like must bet same game parlay video. Uh, but if you want, you could take the Rams minus six and a half in the first half. Assume they're going to be up by a touchdown, right? You can take mix. You could take Burrow over 19 and a half rushing yards. So you can, you can get that to as, as long odds as you want, depending on how much of a blowout or how close of a game you think it's going to be. The sliders are, are certainly interesting uh, on the betting side. And I, I think, you know, chat Michael spot on with that. I think Tyler Boyd is another player that could benefit uh, lower a dot quicker target in terms of what happens if Burrow is really pressured. So those, again, these are very small correlations, but like, I think the Rams defense and the concept of Tyler Boyd correlate a little more because if they're really getting pressure and he's taking a ton of sacks, I think working out of the slot would be advantageous. So uh, little things when you're building same game parlays or you're building showdown lineups, I'm going to you know take those into account and try to paint those pictures. You just have to be in some ways even more aggressive because it's like a, a two and a half, three times the amount of people in a normal showdown. So it's that much more. No doubt. And, and I will say to be careful if you're going with those, those plays the, like with a Boyd, just pay attention if it's full or half point PPR. I, I do think with yes. certain players, it makes a big difference like Boyd and, and click the right acres. You know, there's another acres on the Rams. There is Landon acres. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Big it, fan. Yeah. I do know that is. If you, I mean, if you click on his picture, you'll clearly realize that it's not cam acres, for obvious <laughs> reasons. but uh, I, I clicked, I was searching by acres. And I was like, who, who the hell is this guy? I've never seen him before. Family man, James Harden, the Philly Lafayette. I, I, I don't know, man. I, a lot of people are saying I mean, they think it's going to happen in the postseason or in the uh, offseason, but I think it's very possible. Man, yeah. You guys need to get someone for Ben Simmons. Just, I mean, you just need to add a player to this team because you can win a championship this year. Like, this is a championship roster. You yeah. just need someone on it. <laughs> like, you got to add a good player. You can't be, no, you can't no, settle for a. No, I don't think you could settle for Dinwiddie. Oh, no, we're like CJ McCollum. I think it has right. to be. I mean, James Harden, those rumors are true, and I think it helps both teams. Like, I think the Nets would benefit from having someone that defends and doesn't take shots. Like, let Kyrie and Kevin Durant take 25 shots a game. Who cares? Sure. 
I, I hear you. So, Jordan, we talked about this a little last week, but I want to I want to dive back into this a little bit more uh, and take a bit of a different approach than we did last Tuesday. At Captain, and we have the the top stacks tool, which or the top plays tool, which is awesome for for this. If you if you want to know what it is, you just have to read the description of it, right? But essentially, it gives you the probability that a player is going to be the top overall scorer, uh, probability that he'll be the optimal captain, uh, and all of that good stuff. Where do you see somebody, or where how do how do you approach value or low owned players in the captain spot for this week? Because sometimes that can make all the difference. The only problem is if it's a good value play, they end up being very popular. And then as we saw with Rob Gronkowski, was it, was that last year? Yeah, it was last yeah. year in the captain spot that won, but it was literally a 500 way tie for first place. Oh yeah. No, I looked. So with that Gronk one, they changed pricing this year. They said, we're going to try our hardest to not have duplicate lineups. I mean, Kendall Bland as a flex is more expensive than Gronk was as a captain last year. So they they fixed a little bit of that. So we shouldn't have, because like, I shouldn't be allowed to say that I could play a lineup with Gronk, Brady, Fournette, A.B., Kelsey, and Hill. Yeah, that's a, a good point. So this year, not so much. But with the captain position, like, I'm looking at our top school or top uh, plays tool and like, I see a ton of value for Odell, even though our tool doesn't necessarily have it. I think Odell Beckham, because if Cooper Cup doesn't have the monster game that out, but you're projecting someone of this Rams passing corp has to be able to get there. And Odell has done it for them all year. He hasn't had a ton of yards this season, but in that 49ers game, he stepped up in a big way on multiple different occasions. And when I looked at like, again, I looked at the coverage data, you had the, Bengals gave up 65% of their yards to slot receivers so far this playoffs. Of those 65%, Mike Hilton only accounts for like four or five. Mike Hilton's going to be lined up with Cooper Cup. Eli Apple or even uh, Trey Flowers are going to transfer over or go over to Odell Beckham in that situation. And Odell Beckham from the slot against those guys, you're just going to destroy them. Who's your biggest fade for this week? T. Higgins. Who is your biggest, you know, not super popular guy, but I like him. Like, is Odell Beckham that guy? Uh, yeah, yeah. Odell Beckham, for me, from what I've seen on ownership, yeah. I'm totally comfortable playing Odell at the captain and taking the – he's like 3% owned projected as a captain right now. I think that's a great call, Ben, because if we know one thing about Odell Beckham is you – know, it's we have not seen him put up any Cooper Cup-like numbers in this offense. But he is somebody that's targeted quite often uh, in the red zone uh, and in the end zone. And sometimes that's really all you need. It's tricky with, with some of these guys, but I do think that kind of how Jordan's line of thinking is spot on in the sense of it's what we've been saying the whole time. That's aggressive, but also possible. You're not recommending, right. you know, the backup yeah. tight end as the captain <laughs> to be different. You're just saying, okay, I'm taking – you know, a stand T Higgins is a guy that, you know, going to be pretty popular. has a big opportunity if he fails. And then guys like Odell and some of them really go, you're going to be separating from a lot of the field. Will there still be thousands of teams that do that with you? A absolutely. But you you're still only talking about a couple of players 
So I'm going to try to employ that same mentality, maybe not with the same players, but the same concepts, a couple of big stands, a couple of different things, and then see where I land to iron out the rest of my lineup. Steven asks if you think Ramsey will shadow anyone, uh, Jordan. I I'll tell you this much, and, and then you can answer. Uh, Zach Taylor does not expect anybody to shadow. Um, to uh, He does not expect Jamar Chase to be shadowed by Ramsey. That that was from his that's from his mouth. But yeah, I, I, go ahead. I mean, so Jalen Ramsey, weirdly enough, to begin the year, he played a ton of snaps inside from the slot and then all of a sudden week 13 happened and he went out wide and then he's pretty much playing out wide the entire rest of the year jamar chase gets moved around the formation i'm not sure they're going to really do that just because if he gets matched up with t higgins he gets matched up with t higgins um they didn't travel him with i believe deandre hopkins but they did with mike evans but mike evans situation there was absolutely no other receiver on that team at the time so it's just a lot different I expect Jalen Ramsey to most likely just play a side on this game and probably mix into the slot a few times, but I don't think he travels with Chase. I think they're perfectly comfortable getting him on Higgins. Who's your favorite captain that isn't Cooper Cup or Burrow or Stafford or, or Akers, Ben? Uh, so I, I definitely agree that I think Odell is pretty interesting. And then, even though I like the Rams in the game, I'm definitely have some lineups where Mixon uh, is just different. I think that's just a different way to build. You mm -hmm. build that they can really run the ball against the Rams. Uh, Burrow is more game manager than than really going for it. And Mixon happens to score a couple of times on the ground, low scoring game. Uh, all, I talk about this often on Showdown. Mixon, unlike the receivers, his points are, I call them like orphan points or <laughs> island points. When he scores, it just benefits him unless it's a pass, of course. But if he scores on the ground, all those points go to him. There's no correlation uh, to the quarterback. So I, I like using running backs as captain if I can. Okay. I just hate building the rest of a lineup with that. It's it's <laughs> uncomfortable, <laughs> but also I think people will agree with that, and that's a good thing. Oh, like no, I, it, it's totally viable. I'm just saying it's like if you're hand-building, it's always yeah. – because, you know, we're, we're so <laughs> trained to get that correlation, and it's, you know <laughs> – I think that leads to less ownership in the captain sure. spot, though, because people try to do it and they're just like, this, this is ugly. I'm going to go to yeah. something else where it's a lot easier to build. Man, there's no way Harden's not getting traded. He went through shoot around and then he's just out already ruled out. Something's That's something's cool. brewing. I can Let's smell it. it. I love chaos. <laughs> huh. uh, I got to say, man, and we did talk about this last week, so I'll keep it brief, but I don't think captaining van jefferson is the craziest idea in the world i don't like he's been wildly underwhelming and i have you know i've eaten a lot of bad games from van jefferson particularly <laughs> in the postseason but excuse me but he's he's not expensive he does still he is still a downfield threat and i, I don't know I, i'll be honest with you he's what's what's he at in the captain spot right now four percent i wouldn't be surprised if he even comes in lower than that like we have beckham projected for less ownership right now in the captain spot than van jefferson granted i understand i understand the disparity in pricing but you know is jefferson an okay captain in large field tournaments where you have to beat you know a massive field 
I think he is. I, I think if he plays, I think Tyler Higby probably is too, because essentially at this point, and correct me if you, or, well, tell me if you think I'm wrong. You're just with Jefferson playing for that long touchdown, maybe a couple of long receptions, which hasn't happened recently, but it is doable. And with Higby, you're playing for that, you know, six reception, two touchdown game or something like that, which he can do. Is it improbable? It's unlike, yeah, but that's why he's not getting a lot of ownership and that's why he's not very expensive. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Go, go ahead, Jordan. I was going to say, I was like, for me, the difference between Van Jefferson and Odell is like, I think Van Jefferson has a better chance to hit the 100-yard bonus, if that says anything just strange, I guess. Where Odell Beckham, his utilization in the red zone, like I think Odell can catch two touchdowns. Um, both of them are totally going to be in play for me as a captain. I think I'm probably 20 max. I don't think it'll be 150. I think I'll probably go with Odell in like eight to nine lineups. I'll be heavy on him because that's just the way that I've gauged. And Van Jefferson, I'll probably stick to like four, three to four, be over the field, but I mean, I'm not really deploying the quarterbacks at the uh, captain spot because I don't I don't think either of them are going to do it from a passing standpoint. It's going to take that goal line rushing touchdown, which Matt Stafford seems to take away from St- our Akers and Michelle so far this postseason or in Burrow. I think they just throw in the red zone so much. I don't expect it to be any of his rushing. So but as far as Odell and Van Jefferson, I just it's a weird feeling where I think he can get over 100 yards more often than Odell in this game. But Odell can just catch two touchdowns. Jordan, what about and that's a good point. Yeah, the, the, right. But the thing is, all of these guys aren't going to get there the exact same way. And yeah. all of these guys aren't going to get there at all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like it's just it's not going to happen. So just have to play what you think works best for you. And a lot of it's not going to work. Like there's a reason. And, and for some reason we didn't have um, optimal captain percentages or optimal, uh, uh, optimal utility, <clears throat> excuse me, percentages, but Alex is rerunning that now. I think we should, hopefully we'll get it by before the show's over. We should, because I want to talk about that, but that's in the top place tool. NBA ownership rankings are free today. NHL top stacks are free today. PGA top golfers. You got the strategy show coming up at one? I sure do. Me and Eric Lindquist, Waste Management Open, real good tournament. Okay. Very nice. Thursday morning again? Yes, sir. All right. Beautiful stuff. So, wait, is it running through Sunday? Yep. Well, I, Every I mean, year. Obviously, it is. But I remember you saying the one tournament two weeks ago, they didn't want to run it through the, uh, the, the NFL championship round. But they're cool yeah. running this one through the Super Bowl? Yeah, they, they, um, I remember many a years uh, sweating Ricky Fowler at Waste Management and then watching other bad things happen on my team. You know, they try to get it done before the game. I think on the East much, Coast? But sometimes it goes past in Arizona. Mark. Okay. Never mind. Sometimes it goes past 630, right? I mean, I guess it's on the West Coast. So Yeah, yeah they, so. they'll go out early to get them out. All right. Maybe they'll get there. That'd be nice. Hit that thumbs up, too, if you haven't done so yet. Appreciate you guys uh, always hanging with us. As we close out the NFL season, we got a lot coming down the pike too. We're going to do a just more so fun, maybe maybe a little maybe a little drinking on Thursday night, eight PM, little ranking show. That should be fun. Ben, you'll you'll pour a glass of wine with us, right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Maybe three. Yeah. Uh, it it'll be fun. We're going to break down a lot of Super Bowl stuff. Have some fun. Shoot the shit. Friday, we're going to do a full out prop show. I can't wait for that. Uh, I think that's one of the spots where you actually can get 
a bit of an edge and an advantage trying to find some of those props that people aren't looking at, you know, the, the Walfords or whatever team it is of, of NFL prop bets, Ben. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I mean, you have every opportunity. If you do your due diligence and that's what that show is going to be about, you can find props that are just simply under the radar. They're very soft and they're going to move. So uh, that's what we're going to be doing. That is the biggest advantage of the Super Bowl is that there are bets that you can't normally access. D Owens, what's up, bro? With the super chat, Michelle, Captain, and Rams. D Owens, by the way, with all those uh, 199 super chats, just just get the uh, just just become a member. I'll just answer all your questions without you having a super chat. Save some money each month. Uh, not to say I won't. I always answer questions from anybody, but when we have a lot more popular shows, it's and the chat is flying. I try and prioritize, uh, you know, the, the the team here. But he says, Sony Michelle captain and Rams defense in the utility. Is that too crazy, Jordan? That was his question. And we probably should preface this with uh, Daryl Henderson could be getting some opportunities as well. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously pay attention to the uh, Daryl Henderson news. I, I'm not sure he really gets run. I, I think this might be just, oh, well, you know, see if he can play in the Super Bowl. He gets activated and it just ends up really not touching the field because acres seemed to just take over once he kind of came back from the Achilles injury. And I think that was their plan to begin with this year and have Daryl Henderson more of in the spillback role, just play when he's not, you know, tired. But as terms of that lineup build, no, that's not crazy at all. That's you're basically hoping for the Rams to control the clock and Rams defense to get the job done. I would more so target the Bengals pass catchers. You mean even Joe Mixon who catches the ball out of the backfield I would probably stay away from Stafford in any of that type of build just because there's not many times where Michelle gets to the captain spot with him paying off because I'm assuming you won't be able to afford cup if you get to Jamar Chase or Joe Mixon in that lineup as well. Ben, one we didn't talk about, and then we'll get to some value here. Can I guess it's, it's, it's one in the same. Can we go Rams defense at the captain spot? So you can. Uh... You really have to play for a. It's not my favorite build. I'll, I'll get that out right now because you're, you're a lot of people are going to do it relative to their chance of success, in my opinion. And you have to play to a kind of an extreme circumstance. You need low scoring, you need probably some, some type of fluke play, but uh, the pressure pressure is the key. A lot of sacks, a lot of opportunities. I get it. Uh, I think there's like I would much rather play Van Jefferson in the captain than the defense. Uh, I'd actually be more likely to play Cincinnati's defense in the captain spot. Okay. Than the Rams, just because of Stafford. I think that he's more likely to have like two insanely crazy throws that result in something fluky. And I also think that the Rams defense will be much more popular. That's fair. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, I think there, there is that path where like Burrow gets stripped on a sack because they can't protect him. Right. And it ends up, it, it ends up uh, turning into a, a strip sack with a with a scoop and score, or something like that. And we've seen weird games happen. Like, okay, so where is it? The so it was two thousand. It was the the Patriots Rams. So that was in two thousand nineteen. So it would have been the two thousand eighteen season. I just want I wanted to look up the offenses that year to see where they were to see if they were actually. I to, I, I figured the Rams wasn't that the the girly year. 
where Gurley got Jordan. Wasn't that the, the year where Gurley got hurt late in the year? They brought in yeah, CJ Anderson. Yeah, they were right? still a top. They were a top five offense, regardless. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, they were probably top five in scoring. I don't know if they were in yards. That's what I was looking at. Yeah, they were top three in scoring, but yeah. Patriots were top eight, and that game was what thirteen to three. So yes. I'm saying. It, <laughs> What all I'm saying is two top offenses in the regular season or even in the postseason can just come out there and have weird low scoring games. Super Bowls can be can be strange. I'm not projecting that to happen, but I, I think I, I like it a little bit more than you do, Ben. Okay. But it's not like they're getting no ownership in the captain's spot. Basically the same as as Odell Beckham and Van Jefferson. That's what I'm saying. So it's it's not that I don't think it can happen. It's just evaluating chance of success versus how many other people are going to do it. Gotcha. I'd much rather say I'm going to eliminate a non insignificant percentage of the field if this doesn't happen. And if it does, I'm out. That's fine. Uh, and, and do it like that. You can also make the stands the other way. And for me, I'd be more likely to say, let other people make their hero call on that and I'll go elsewhere. Who is your hero call? I don't know if I have like a, a crazy, I think Tyler Boyd would be someone that if I was looking for a player that I don't think anyone's going to go to the captain with maybe someone like that. But again, I'm going to have to build around that because you can just throw a name out there like I just did, but now you got to work backwards. Okay. How does that really happen? Um, you know, what has to happen in the game for Tyler Boyd besides just getting super lucky? So I think there's names, but I mean, our tools will be updating throughout the week. If Odell really is looking like he is, I mean, that's a spot that I think is easy to identify as a good, a good potential captain. All right. Value plays favorite one, Jordan. We've talked about what we can do at the captain spot. Obviously that has, you know, uh, some, some key differences to what we're doing in the utility, but if we are pet, cause Let's not kid ourselves. The only reason we're not talking about Cooper Cup and captain or, or like Cam or Jamar Chase and captain is because they're obviously good plays there and they're, they're obviously going to get some ownership, right? Yeah. But if Cooper Cup or if you have a Higgins or one of these guys that's you know, a little bit more expensive, doesn't need to be egregiously expensive in the captain spot, how do we make it so we can still build out good lineups with expensive or mid-range guys in the captain spot like who can we go to here for good value yeah so when i was looking at the like ownership projections that we have like you have your defenses the kickers they're very standard i would i'm not a fan of uh matt gay because he's been short on 44 yard kicks this postseason <laughs> um, i've seen him just i'm i'm just not comfortable playing that guy i've watched him just miss some easy easy kicks but I like Evan McPherson. The dude's got a lot of swagger, but also he's just phenomenal kicker. And I think the Bengals are a team that, oh, they're a 52-yard field goal getting an attempt. They're going to go out there, send them out there and fourth down instead of trying to go for it. Um, you got the Rams defense. Both defenses are capable. But for terms of if you, if you factor in ownership, like Sony Michelle coming in at 8%, I'm assuming that probably has some uh, of the factors that Daryl Henderson might play. But if he stays sub 10% at 5K, I'm totally comfortable playing him. He's one of my favorite values on the entire slate. And if you if you want a hero call for this, I, I do have someone that yeah, I'll, be, let's get it. Okay. I'll be playing. Uh, Chris Evans. Um, one, he's a kick returner, and he's been getting like 30 yards on average for kick return. I'm not calling a kick return for a touchdown. But when looking at the Rams, they've struggled with a specific route from the running back position which is basically that Texas route where you see McCaffrey do it. You see 
you know, some of the top tier running backs do it. When I look back at like some of the games this season, James Conner absolutely destroyed their linebackers on this route. And when I looked at how often the Bengals run it, Mixon only does it like three to four times. He's not very good at it from what it seemed, had zero targets. Chris Evans has four catches for 64 yards on this specific route. I'm willing to take the 400 in the $15 first place as a milli. Hope that he catches that towards the red zone and ends up getting a touchdown. You guys want to build a line up here? Let's do it. Let's so do it. <laughs> I say we build one on Yahoo. All right. Sponsor of the show. Link in the description. Get your free month of Awesome Plus Platinum. You know how it goes around here. Seriously, if you haven't done so yet, <clears throat> one might call you odd because it's just, I mean, free $300 value because you get $10 into your account as well when you sign up using the link in the description and we'll even expedite it for you. Like for example, you want to play a little NBA, a little hoops action tonight, you sign up using our link. And then if you email us support at awesome we'll expedite the process. We'll get you set up so you can have access to all of our tools for Yahoo and everywhere else by today, by tonight. I mean, come on now. It's crazy. So let's go to Yahoo. And Ben, the reason I want to do this twofold, one solid prize pool there, million dollars, 150 K up top. Uh, just everything about this is solid, right? And then min cash is more than you would get on a lot of other sites. The big ones. Second reason is the build is different than DraftKings because you're not paying two. You're not paying one and a half X for the, the superstar spot, right? Would be a captain spot elsewhere. You're getting one and a half times the fantasy points, but you're not paying one and a half X, which means that strategy becomes entirely different than it would on a site where you have to pay one and a half X. It becomes harder to make a crazy call at captain because you're right. not getting anything different lineup construction rise. You, you literally need them to outscore Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, and those guys. So I think it shrinks that, but same time, it also makes the the captain ownership of the top guys that much more. So it becomes a game theory question at that point. All right. Oh, nice. Perfect timing. Perfect timing, boys. That's right. We got the uh we got the optimal lineup, all of that stuff. Okay. Uh, adjusted okay. for Yahoo as well. Okay. So Salary weighted top score. We have Cup at 22%, Stafford at 21, Burrow at 12, Acres at 10. Let's see, two through five. Beckham's up there at 20%. All right, I'm just seeing what we got here. I, I wanted to I wanted to look at some of this before we do so. So, Jordan, who do we want to captain here? So on Yahoo, obviously, without the price difference. Um I more often than not, Cooper Cup's just going to be going to be yeah. the high scoring. I mean, he—I know he's forty-one dollars, but I—I I think we can find a way to be unique. I think we can. I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> and and just again for those of you guys that mostly play on DraftKings, you know, and you haven't played this format yet, maybe you are signing up on Yahoo. You want to get in on this with Cup? He's forty-one dollars if you play him in the flex or if you play him in the superstar spot. It doesn't matter, except in the superstar spot, he gets one and a half times. His fantasy points. So yeah, let's go with Cup. Uh, ben, who do you want to go with our first flex? 
So, you know, we've only put in one player. I think we can do kind of whatever we want at this point. I'm going to put in the Rams defense. I think okay. that'll be uh, not nothing. We haven't done anything special just yet, but they're, they're a reasonable price. It bumps us up $25 average salary for the remaining three. No kickers, by the way, on Yahoo. You do have defenses, no kickers. I'm going to go. So we have Cup in there. We got 25 per player remaining. How can we get a little bit different here without going crazy? Well, you know what? Let's go. Let's go with Odell. Let's go with a little Odell Beckham. Yeah, I'm going to throw Odell into the mix. What do you got, Jordan? What is the how much we have remaining here? We're okay. We had 27 per player. Holy crap. I, 40, we played $41 at the captain. We still got 27. Wow. Um, I mean, I don't like T Higgins. Let's, let's go with Ben's favorite player, Tyler Boyd. Let's, let's do it. Okay. Even though it's non PPR, I don't think many people will be playing him on Yahoo, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think they will either. Half point PPR, right? Yeah, it's half. It's but again, it's seventeen with this type of lineup build. It definitely gives us. I mean, we can go Boyd and Chase. Just say screw it. No so Ben, final <laughs> spot gives us thirty-seven. So we know just to throw this out there that Stafford would be a super popular one in this build. Mm-hmm. Like Jamar Chase. What are you thinking? I think that Stafford is fine in the sense that I I don't think that Boyd as a four-one run back is going to be relatively popular like i just i don't see uh that being a, a really popular build so I, I think that's the obvious choice can i say something too uh if you play stafford there this is what makes this build actually pretty interesting you have seven dollars left boyd is 17 higgins is 24 which means that would give people the ability yeah. to get up to higgins which is going to clearly be a lot more popular yeah. that's yeah, again, that's what I'm saying. There, there's like some leverage. I think you could go mix in as well if you wanted a three, two, uh, no quarterbacks, which is the interesting part about the lineup. So there, there's ways to do it. Cupback captain is going to be very popular, but as we all pointed out, we're not paying the tax on it. It's hard to argue with it. He's just so good and he has such a high percentage of ultimately being the guy you want in the 1.5x. Is there any viability to going two pass catchers with Cup at captain, two pass catchers from the Rams without Matthew Stafford? In the sense, it'll be different, but I also think you're starting to kill your own outs. Like if they have a huge game, you're going to need Stafford. I agree. You know, another thing too, and I'm not saying this is optimal, but if you were to throw Van Jefferson in there over Odell Beckham, you're leaving a ton of salary on the table. And that's just going to be something that people aren't doing. Like you still have, you still have the correlation with Stafford and two of his pass catchers, which isn't crazy at all. You have Boyd who is not Higgins or chase. Cause you can now get up to Higgins or chase with that remaining salary. Everyone's going to do that. And Rams defense. Maybe I, on Yahoo, as we just kind of work through this now, Jordan, I'm not saying in every lineup, obviously, but if you're trying to actually win real money instead of just min cashing or tying with a bunch of people, leaving salary on the table seems like it could be a very wise move on Yahoo. Oh, yeah, especially when, like, it feels like we're just, like, picking whatever lineup we want with oh, Cooper sure. Cup 
with Cooper Cup as a part of it. Like that's a scary, scary sight to see. Um, I think with our lineup, we could have also just kept Burrow and you know, everybody's been talking about his over and rushing yards. Like if he got into the end zone rushing, like he could raw point outscore Stafford and having two pass catchers with out Stafford and then Boyd and Burrow. I still, I think that could be a very viable uh, line of build that would be a little bit unique, especially since he still could afford T Higgins and stuff like that. All right, boys. That was a, that was a valuable exercise. I like that. that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, <laughs> Did I have anything else to plug before we go? I'm sure I did. Oh, I know. Not just the Odd Shopper channel, which I've already done, but Ben, all of these states are opening things up. Yeah, Louisiana, New York, lots of promos, lots of be- lots of free bets, deposit match bonuses up to $1,500. Good stuff going on around that way. It's great. And I can speak from someone that just went through this as a New Yorker. You're overwhelmed. There's a lot of books, a lot of different deals. We have articles and videos on Odd Shopper. They tell you exactly what the bonus entails, how much equity, what type of bet you should make. It's stuff that's really, really helpful. Of course, you don't have to do it. But if you are going to sign up for some of these books, you, you might as well get the most bang for your buck. And I know Alex and the team did a great job explaining all the different offers because there's a million. My TV is just one ad after another right now in New York. It's crazy how much uh, the books are competing for your business. No doubt about it. Oh, and one more thing. NASCAR. People love DFS NASCAR. I dabble it's too. Fun, dude. I don't know shit about it, but I just use <laughs> our tools. And we have some great analysts out there as well that, that really get into it. But Daytona is right around the corner. Now you get uh, awesome up plus NASCAR package for less than $2 per race. That's 70 bucks for an entire year of awesome up plus NASCAR gives you the driver projections, ownership projections, top drivers tool. I- I'm telling you, that's like the most valuable one. You listen to any of the pros on our site. You ask them what they do to win a lot of these like MMA, Steve buzzard. Always, oh, I use the top fighters tool, right? The top drivers tool, the top golfers tool, the top plays tool for showdown sites. Uh, for football and basketball and all of that stuff. It's a highly valuable tool, including the ownership projections, the driver projections, all of that stuff. It's everything you need to get an edge playing NASCAR DFS. So use the promo green flag, all one word, all caps, green flag. Uh, You can go to check. Actually, they say go to checkout. First of all, you can click the link in the description, but I believe it should be this way. Instead of check, instead of doing it at checkout, I think you can just go to awesome.com slash promos and let's see if it pops up. Boom, green flag. Look at that. Simple as that. You don't need to type in anything. You just click a button. So uh, if you're getting in on some NASCAR action, take advantage of that. Let's finish this out, boys. Final score. I want to hear from you guys in chat too. We still got 150 people watching on a Tuesday. Final score so we can all talk shit when we end up being right uh, uh at the end of all of this final score to this game i'm going first rams 27 Bengals 17 and i don't even know if it'll be that close it's a little i know i'm reaching a little bit but 27 17 rams i gotta stick with what i've been saying for the past week what do you got jordan 21 17 rams taking it Okay, so you don't have them covering right now, as a matter of fact. No. It's at four and a half. Ben, what do you got? First thing, I'm interested. You both kind of lean that it'll be somewhat methodical scoring. 
Yeah. I think I don't think the Rams have that difficult of a time score. I mean, twenty-seven points is a is a decent amount of points. No, but for the total of the game, I mean. Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Like for the total sure. sitting at forty-eight and a half. Um, Unless I, I do think you know there could be some defensive scores worries me a little bit, but yeah, twenty-seven seventeen. That's coming uh, on the under. What do you have? I'm gonna say Rams thirty-one, Bengals thirteen. Oh, okay. You're going I mean, I think they get rolled too. I really do. <laughs> okay. So we're on the same page coming into this one. We are. But I mean, I thought there was not that I bet it, but no chance that they, the Bengals could go into Arrowhead and win. So the Bengals have proved me wrong multiple times already this postseason. They're a great yeah. team, but I don't see it. I teased that to, to 14 and a half. So I had faith that they wouldn't get blown out. Yeah. But. I I wanted to bet the Chiefs, and I ultimately held off. I couldn't get in live because the Chiefs were rolling. Um, right. So it was fine. It worked out good that I passed, but just very impressive team, but I don't say it. I sometimes feel like these Cinderella stories don't always end in glory. You know what I mean? <laughs> you get there, everything looks great. I mean, how can they lose now? And then they get shit on. That's the way I'm playing it. Jordan, been a good season, man. Appreciate you hanging with us all year long, dude. It's been a lot of fun. Oh yeah, definitely. It's been a it's been a good time. Hopefully, we don't look like the the memes where it's like, oh, these guys pick the Rams, and it's like Bengals thirty one, Rams thirteen. I'm fine with it, dude. It wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. <laughs> At least I would have got the score right. I just had it in reverse, so I'll just say that to my credit. Ben, always a good season, man. What do you got coming up? Yeah, I mean, I I, I love the NFL like everyone else, but I will say minute the Super Bowl ends, college basketball starts to rise in my book. You'll have conference tournaments, and then we have March Madness. We're going to have you covered from every angle. We'll get Jordan involved. We got Matt Kajewski and myself. NBA's heating up, so we're a one-stop shop here at Osmo. It's our favorite thing. One season ends, another one begins. PGA will get revved up, so I'm really, really excited for football to end in that sense, but I'll also miss it as well. And Steven says, I don't see the Bengals getting stumped unless my eyes have been lying, which only happens in bars. I, I should say I don't. I think the Bengals are legitimately good. I'm not calling them, be. you know, a fluke. I just think this matchup with the Rams is the toughest matchup they get in the postseason, hands down. That's all. All right. John says Cincinnati's not going to kick a field goal when they're down by seven. Does that have something to do with like a score prediction? I don't, I don't know. know. You can kick a field goal in the first quarter too. So this is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I agree with I agree with that. I just <laughs> I don't know if it's it's, it's relevant true. to the scores. <laughs> right. Dude, didn't they kick a field goal in the first quarter last game when they were down by like 18? I mean, uh, before they went down by 18, you can kick field goals early in the game. All right. Anyway, thanks for hanging out as always to all you guys in chat. If you are watching this after the fact, hit us with a comment down below. I always try to read them and respond to them. Let us know what you think happens. Give us your favorite props for the game. We'll be back here breaking down all of the best props, all of the best bets on Friday, having some fun on Thursday night as well. Lots of stuff coming down the pike. And tomorrow, ownership show, Matt Kajewski, Eric Linquist, myself. We got a lot. And then it all culminates with the three-and-a-half-hour show leading up to kickoff for the Super Bowl. We'll see you guys back here soon. Follow Jordan at Jordan Vanek DFS, Ben at Ben, or Jazz DFS, me at Lafayette underscore D. Peace. Oh. oh, man.